Welcome to episode 108 of Enter the Mind Podcast, the most real talk, no-nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to feel more empowered. Before we get to that, Kira, how are you today? I'm doing good. I uh, was making a cup of coffee in my chip teacup. So cute. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Chip from Beauty and the Beast. So cool, right? So I was making a cup of coffee and it literally spilled all over me, um, all over my pants and all over my socks, but I matched so well. And I'm so stubborn that I said, I am not changing. I'm wearing a coffee sock today. It's happening. So yeah, going good. What about you? Got it. Woke up, had my pre-workout drink, was going to go for a run and I was so exhausted. I lied on the floor and covered my eyes, debating whether to go back to sleep. So that was my morning. And I think that's a good reminder that life doesn't always go the way that we want it to. But when that happens, the question is, do we allow that to slow us down? Or do we allow that to accelerate us into our next activity? That being said, um, do you have an example of where you felt very empowered? At, at some point in your life? I want to bring up a recent event, and that was making the decision to go to anger management classes. Yeah, my anger is just getting a little crazy, and for me to put myself in that position, like submit myself to, you know, anger management classes, something I literally never thought I would do ever. And I was getting angry while looking up like anger management classes. And so uh, it was just, it just feels really empowering. Like I feel empowered. Totally. Yeah. I can see how that would be very empowering. And that makes me think of when I signed up for improvisation classes and mm -hmm. There's just something so empowering about signing up for a class. I don't know what it is. Honestly, I get you. It's nice as well because I feel like I'm also looking for a therapist right now. Um, and there were just like two things that I feel like I really needed. Like my life is getting really successful and I guess it would be almost naive of me to think that I can handle this on my own without emotionally throwing up on the people that I love or, uh, you know, getting angry, intensely angry around the people that I love. So even just signing up for the classes, like lifted a weight. And I know that like, there's still work to be done and like things to talk about, etc. But yeah, it, it just feels really empowering. Do you think it's about growth? Because I thought about growth when you were saying that your life is going very well now it's you're reaching new levels of success and it almost seems like you your personal evolution has to keep up with that and you have to reach that new level that new version of kira to you know that's needed to to live that new level of success yeah yeah agreed i don't feel empowered when there's so much success swirling around me and i can't seem to you know like handle it all 
and handle my anger at the same time and, uh, you know, be in a happy relationship at the same time and run my business at the same time. You know, it's like, I need, you know, to feel that I need to feel supported and I need to feel like, I don't know, like there's nothing unempowering about getting the help that you need to move forward. Yeah. I see what you mean. The, uh, the supports are huge and it's to some degree, I think a matter of feeling control over our environment, like some sort of control. You can't be 100% out of control in the sense of like emotions are running you or your environment is just so chaotic and you're just always constantly reacting and to sign up for a class and to work on yourself in some way or another to me is a proactive step and it's almost like you can't be both proactive and reactive like at the minute you do something proactive to improve your situation you're moving the needle away from reactivity 100% reactivity toward and you're moving towards proactivity it reminds me of when I spilled my coffee this morning. God, I was so fucking pissed. I got up early. I did my makeup to be on my podcast. And I, I put on my beautiful matching outfit. I have like 10 minutes before the podcast. I was ready to write my, um, you know, my goals that I have. And then my coffee spills all over me and all over the floor. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck just sent me that energy but y'all need to fucking relax because I have a fucking life to live, right? And then I calmed down and I made like, and I genuinely calmed down. Like it wasn't like I was making a joke about it, but like, I was like, I'm not changing. <laughs> I'm not changing. I'm keeping my socks on. They match perfectly with my shirt. Black, black, chain, chain red red and my boyfriend and I started laughing but like I would call that proactive as opposed to reactive my reactivity when you know the coffee cup spilled right because you, you made a decision that your outfit was matching so well that you were willing to continue wearing a coffee soaked sock and literally I can't say that i would do the same but uh <laughs> but i see your point it's something yeah. there's something about like also feeling good about how you're dressed is very affirming and mm -hmm. it sort of goes in the positive direction like the opposite direction would be a victim stance or a victim reaction and to say something like oh i'm gonna have to change the sock today because it's it's all soaked with coffee and now i'm not gonna match and then you have a bad day because you go through the day and your clothes don't match and you wanted them to match but then you blame it on the coffee and so then you're blaming the environment for your crappy day and that would to me that would be the reactive uh response Definitely. And there is one thing that uh, Grant said recently that's been sticking in my head. And it's, 
he's like, he's talking about how like somebody's late to work, late to their job or whatever. And he's like, you were late to work. And he's like, what are you going to blame the world? You, you're not late because of traffic. You're late because you didn't leave early enough. And that's really, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, that's how it went. You know, I wouldn't have been probably as mad about my coffee if I woke up 15 minutes earlier, but I didn't want to, I was tired. Right. So there's, I can't blame anybody for that. It's just like, you know, I didn't have enough time. And I feel like there's something so empowering about taking that accountability because there's honestly, there's nothing empowering about victimhood. Nothing. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about proactivity keeping you close to reality, keeping you immersed in reality and engaged with reality. And uh, as I've said in past episodes, um, the devil is an energy. Uh, the devil is non-reality in my viewpoint. And now what is a non-reality? Non-reality is when you spill the coffee and your mind immediately goes to, why did I spill the coffee? I shouldn't have spilled the coffee if I was only less clumsy, blah, blah, blah. All those statements are non-realities. It's not the case that you that you didn't spill a coffee. It's the case that you spilled it. And so to say that, oh, I shouldn't have spilled this or I should have taken my time. I should have been more careful, right? But we learn that because adults around us, as we grow up, say those things. They say, oh, you should have been more careful, right? Why don't you be more careful? And so they're constantly feeding us non-realities, whereas they can make a statement instead, when I spill something, which happens to me also, I try to make a statement of reality. So I say to myself, there's coffee on the floor. There is coffee on the floor. By making a statement about reality, it's very clear what the next step is. Well, maybe I can clean up this coffee that's on the floor. But there's zero blame. There's zero movement into non-reality. I'm actually moving closer to reality. I definitely get what you're saying. And I feel like that's how I work a lot in business. There's something that I want. I have the money to do it. Let's do it. Boom, bam. There's no need to start talking yourself down because you think that you know, you can't do something once again, there's nothing empowering about that. And that's also an illusion. Like you said, you know, it's drawing us away from reality, because if we actually understood who we were, then we would know that we have everything that we need to move forward. And if we don't have a certain piece of information, so we don't maybe feel confident, we don't maybe feel confident, or empowered or something like that. Guess what? There's literally everything at our fingertips. And there's once again, yeah, there's just nothing empowering about talking yourself down out of a good day, out of your natural God-given abilities, reality-given abilities to do whatever the hell you want when you want to do it. Right. And I think it takes some degree of self-awareness to realize that it costs us a lot to engage in the non-realities and to play the victim, at least for me. I mean, that's how it was. It took, took a, 
a while. There's nothing empowering about being a victim. Like there's nothing empowering about um, playing small. There's nothing empowering about hiding your gifts. What is empowering? Power gets a bad rap because you think like, oh, the powerful, the person that just wants power, that's not a good person, right? When I was in Philly, I stopped by a museum and I learned about colonization. Pretty much the first people who like landed or whatever, they had all of these natural resources and they were using all of the natural resources to produce, you know, in their eyes, what they saw as wealth. So when their wealth wasn't enough anymore, they decided to enslave people and be like, work, work, work. We need more wealth, right? And then Hozier has a song called Power. It's called Nina Cried Power. And I don't know the people that he's talking about, really, but he's pretty much, he's like, um, you know, they cried power, like they craved power. And it's like, it, there's, yes, it's it's great to be empowered. But when you kind of hit that mark, where you kind of run into, I don't know, like fear or something, like you wind up, it, it winds up becoming less empowering. I don't feel empowered because I'm addicted to wealth. So then how would you describe empowerment or power? I think I would describe empowerment as being able to have humility, being able to admit when you're wrong. It's so easy to get obtained, you know, by your possessions and by money. I mean, Marina has a song and she's like, if you're not very careful, your possessions will possess you. And it's so true. And like, there's nothing empowering about like, about giving all of your power over to a possession, over to money, over to the wealthy side of life. Like that's not even wealth in, in my own words. What if empowerment is a matter of you are running your energy system versus your environment is running your energy? To reference, you know, reality transurfing, um, Vadim Zeeland's book, if the pendulum gets a hold of you, let's say some person gets rich and they like money and they buy a bunch of fancy cars and and they're doing it because they're in some sort of feedback loop where the fame or the money keeps driving them. Like they're not doing it because they want to do it. They're doing it because the pendulum, this like wealth pendulum is driving them to do it. They're being used almost like a parasite uses its host. And so there's this like parasite of like greed or something. And the greed just yep. like infects them, takes a hold of them and runs like any parasite. Its goal is to replicate itself and to take over the host and to run, like use the host to its advantage. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like when a virus infects a computer and it just like tries to like take over the whole thing. So these concepts or these pendulums can infect us 
run the energy. As human beings, we have a resource, which is our energy system. And so any other life form that is seeking to empower itself will try to acquire this resource, this energy system, and use it to its advantage for its desires and its mission and its uh, goals. So there's a new prime minister of Italy, and her name is Georgia Meloni or Georgia Maloney. And she got on the stage the other day talking about, you know, the highest of the government, like those people. She was like, they want us to lie down. They want us to be pure consumers. They want to take away our soul, our freedom to live and be who we are. Wealth of material isn't enough for them anymore. They're coming for our souls. They're coming for our minds. And a parasite or an infection can't infect so like, say like an actual parasite, right? Like a bot fly or something gets inside of you. They can't get inside of you unless you have an open wound. You can't get a cold unless your system is run down. So with a computer, a computer can't get a virus um, unless, like it, unless it has the proper you know, protection. So you know, there's something repeating going on here and pretty much we need to feel empowered in a healthy way. Like I said, with the humility, with, um, you know, there's nothing empowering about believing that you are at the mercy of a government who is trying to turn you into a slave, right? But there's something empowering about being free. Yeah, see, empowerment, I guess, is freedom, uh, freedom from parasites or freedom to run your energy. I liked your song lyric where you said, you know, possessed by our possessions, because that's totally what I'm, the idea that I'm getting at. And it's not a matter of like possessions being the enemy. It's more of like, are the possessions running you or are you running your possessions? I'm sure that the government way up top, the top of the government, I don't know what the hell they're called, they're feeling empowered. But they're feeling empowered from the parasite that's going on. Like, they're not actually feeling empowered. The parasite is feeling empowered. Right. So you're talking about, like, power or greed as a parasite or a pendulum, like, that's running the people, right? So a person might be in a position of so-called power, but the question is, like, are they really... Is it them that's in the position of power or are they a puppet being used by the power pendulum to accomplish the ends of and the goals of that power pendulum? And so maybe empowerment is about becoming no longer a puppet to anything, not just power, but like. That was amazing. Right. To even like victimhood, victimhood make, makes us puppets. You spill mm -hmm. the coffee and then you're the rest of your day, you're telling yourself, you know, oh man, I can't, now I can't wear my matching socks because I have spilled coffee and blah, blah, blah. And you're angry the whole day. It's the victim pendulum kind of like hijacking your energy for the entire day and just riding that out, taking a free ride uh, for 24 hours. Whereas you could take a different approach like you did and release yourself from that pendulum and be like, you know what? 
hey, I like the way I look today. This These clothes match. I don't care if there's coffee on it. This is my decision. I'm wearing this today. And there's something very empowering about that approach. Like yesterday, I was helping um, my boyfriend's daughter clean out her shelf. And I kind of like, kind of like a negative thought slipped in. And I was like, um, oh, you know, why am I doing this when I could be working? Why am I cleaning out this shelf? And then I caught myself and I was like, first of all, Kira, <laughs> first of all, this is something that you want done. Second of all, you are choosing to take the time with her to do this. And so if you would rather be doing something else, then go do it. You are not at the mercy of an environment. And when I tell myself that, I'm like, well, I actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm actually happy that I'm doing this. I, I do want to do this. I don't want to go work right now. I want to do this. I love the process you went through. You caught mm. the thought as it entered your mind. You were helping uh, that little girl clean up the shelf. And then all of a sudden, boom, this thought enters your mind of like, why am I even doing this? I should be working. Like, what am I doing? I want to relate this to like the virus stuff that we were talking about earlier, like with computers and like cybersecurity these days is a huge thing. The way that a virus infects a network is it has to find an opening somewhere. There must be an opening and energy leaks are huge opportunities for these viruses to sneak in to the energy system. Now mm -hmm. that thought, as it was like trying to sneakily cross the border into your mind, <laughs> you were like, hang on there. I don't, this thought is not welcome here. This is not, this, right? Now, what if that thought, what if you had let that thought in? It's going to get in, it's going to replicate itself and try to take over the host and run your entire energy system. They're almost like homeless people. They're almost like bums, right? And it's like, um, that's funny, but I got to say, you almost made me spit out my drink. That was so funny. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I get it though. Yeah. But it, it is true because, you know, there are these homeless people who are trying to make a fucking tent city in my goddamn mind. And I'm like, bitch, y'all don't have any money. Y'all don't have anything to pay me. And I feel empowered by protecting myself and saying, you know, if I let these people cross that bridge into my mind, they're homeless. They need to find a home. And if they can't find a home, they can't find a home. That's just what it is. They have to go back. Right. So it comes down to resources because what homeless people are trying to do when they set up these tents or whatever on this property that they never bought is there's a resource of land that they're trying to claim as their own. Yep. And the thing is, resources do not always take physical form. Sometimes, and you could argue more, most of the time, resources take the form of energy. And so thoughts, when they enter our mind, they are trying to take energy from us. They're trying to use our energy. They're like trying to plug in and use this power source mm -hmm. for their own benefit because without mm -hmm. the host, they will not survive. The homeless person with no land will not survive. And it comes back to the bottom line of planet earth is a game of survival. And the mind is 
nothing different than the physical world of people competing for food, for land, for shelter. Agreed. And I really, I love, love, love the idea that if the homeless person cannot find land, they will not be able to park up. And if the parasite can't find a host, it will die off. And of course, nothing, nothing against homeless people, right? I mean, it's like, I worked at a social services uh, agency for the last seven years that we help house a lot of homeless people, right? Um, It's good to give them the resources. Um, But what we're trying to do is make a point about the battle for resources. Let's do a quick power question and then wrap up. So if I were to think of a power question for today, I would say anytime we're experiencing a flow of energy, like a surge of emotion or energy, we should ask ourselves, is this energy genuinely from me or is it some sort of parasite that has come in and is trying to hijack my energy? That's my power question for the day. How about you? And I'll, I'll add in, you know, are you mistaking it for you? One may say, you know, like, no, this is me. I am kind of annoyed right now. But it's like, are, is it is it really you? Or is it the parasite, you know, making you think that it's you? And then one more power question. I just wanted to add, what are you a host for? Who are you a willing host for? What energies are you a willing host for? And that one, I think, is even going to get me thinking. Yeah, those are some great questions. So what an insightful episode into empowerment. And uh, as always, we appreciate you watching or listening. We'll see you all next week. Did you find at least one gold nugget in today's episode? Then please like and subscribe and share it with a friend. And finally, if you're looking for a community of like-minded people, join our free Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash enter the mind.